having destroyed the blood bases of America, even as they protected in Israel, uh, a necessary part of that is covering up the fact that races simply can't coexist. One drives out the other. It, it expands and it kills off the other and, and, and produces the kind of conditions it finds uh, comfortable. With niggers, you know, they, we give them our wonderful cities, they destroy them. And, and yet still, even, even their cosseted, upper-middle-class, syndicated hacks whine and complain that whites enjoy a better life, like we didn't build everything that was here. And graciously shared it with these. What did niggers do? They picked some cottons in the in the field. That's all they ever did. They didn't offer anything else to America beyond that. They were given room and board in exchange for picking that cotton. They were bought fair and square. They were brought over here by Jews, and it is a curse. Not that the Jews ever admit to bringing them over here. Of course, that should always be emphasized when you talk to blacks or about them. That Jewish Jews who own the slave ships brought those blacks over here. Jews brought them over here. The Jews who cl- claim that they're the great friends of the blacks, and they liberated them with civil rights. Well, by liberated, they meant they sicked them on whites because they thought it would be good for Jews. That's a direct re- directly resulting in the Shannon Christian Chris Newsom murders, which they then cover up. Have I said that five million fucking times? Probably. Am I going to say it five million more? <laughs> you goddamn better believe I will. Yeah, because they've been saying the opposite uh, many, many, many more times, which is that it's all a good benign uh, bath for us all. I just, Craig, we have to educate the audience to to see beyond what you see in the blogosphere. This is again part of what I was going to talk about in my speech was we, the, 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 they understand that, that there's a double standard in reporting the crime, but it's so much deeper than that. That's what you have to get to is the systemic nature of the problem, right? It's not a matter of bias that they don't want to do. They, they the logic of their position is such that they can't admit what's actually going on under the system they created because if they did, if they talked about it and normalized, it would be so obvious that we have to do something about it. And what we had to do would be so obvious that uh, all of a sudden they're out of jobs. Whether they're suborned, whether, whether, whether they're co-opted cops, whether they're corrupt media, or whether they're the, directly the tyrants themselves... Uh, America would pretty much be saying, you fuckers, uh, we may need to throw a rope around your neck because you bastards are bringing murder and mayhem down upon us to the extent that there's a literal genocide in the works. That's why we call it a rally against uh, genocide. There it's certainly will be some who genocide of our people. Shannon Christian wanted to have four kids. She won't have any. Right. How many other white girls are like her? The By systems- the way, that, that, that right away is prima facie evidence of her uh, racism, that she loved her race. Her intense desire to have four children. In a woman, that's exactly what that is. I love these little uh, beings. Mm-hmm. That is and, exactly. It's not intellectualized. She was a racist. She loved her people. She wanted four I, children. How many stories talk about that? Craig, I hope that I hope that some of Shannon's hundreds of friends will maybe go out of their way to have an extra child or two. Maybe even name their child Shannon. Listen, I say uh, that my mother had four daughter, uh, four sisters. They had they were a family of five girls. And I know what those feminine, uh, you know, country girls are about, and uh, mm-hmm. they want to breed. They're into it, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's cool. That's great, and, uh, and that means they maybe, love. They sit around and, their family. They network with all their cousins and nieces, and and they just that's their whole world. It's so beautiful, and they're and killing we, it in our country. And you know how we know we're right? Look how all these VNNers are having kids too. Yeah. And you know you know why that's true? They're having that because they have faith in the future, and they have faith in, they know that we stand for something solid. When you have something solid, it's just like under Hitler's uh, 
nationalist Germany, everybody, hey, we're on the same team. We're part of the same family. And they started having kids again, uh, yeah. unlike under the Christian Germany. And, and the Jewish Weimar Germany, they weren't having kids. They were desperate. They didn't know what was happening. They were afraid for the future. Well, under Hitler, there was a rebirth, literal rebirth. These people Over started here, they having pay all these girls. But Alex, they pay these girls for, I think it's a year and a half or two years. They pay them so they can go in the grocery store. They pay them something like a, a thousand a month for several years. Well, hell, we do it too with niggers. And that's why mm -hmm. we get more, uh, uh, you know, it's just like uh, the, 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 they may as well be those uh, sticky breeders in the uh, space series Alien for all these mammies are pumping them out. But over here, where I am in Estonia, beautiful, blonde, beautiful, wonderful, orderly people. You can walk out any time at night. Uh, people are civil to you, kind. You don't, you're not worried about being thumped on the head or, or, or stabbed in the neck and the back. Uh, none of that. It's human uh, civilization, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wish it was like that here in America, but you're, you're right. What you, what, what, as the conservatives like to say, what you tax, you get less of. What you subsidize, you get more of. If you take money from whites and you turn it over to niggers to have babies, they'll do it. Yeah. Well, when we want to promote our people and have them be born, that's eugenics. Because mm -hmm. we're smart people. But, but Craig, you know, we, want, we want to just stop giving them money to, to, for their breeding welfare programs. That's evil. So do, you, do you know can't win for anyway. Hateful. And you know, you talk about it. I just want to say, you think that uh, the, the, a certain number of us are going to get violent. So, so you better, I'm not saying it's me. I'm not saying who it is. Who knows who it's going to be? It'll arise spontaneously. There's absolutely no doubt. It's occurred before. Uh, all of you feds listen. You know who it is and who did it. And you know how big and dramatic those cases were. It's going to keep happening. Because some Greg, of us. What's, what's my quote from John F. Kennedy that puts that nicely in a nutshell? Tell me. I'm sorry. I can't remember. I'm so heated. But uh, uh, He said, those who make peaceful change impossible make violent revolution inevitable. Uh-huh. You know, if you're well, gonna you're gonna jump on people for speaking their mind about something uh, bone marrow serious, about a very very serious flaw inherent and it's li literally the only word I know to use is systemic. It's the whole damn system that's rotten. It's not one part of it that you can fix or repair. It's systemically rotten. It's rotten from the top down, and that fucks up everything beneath it because it's hierarchical. The the li the little people can't change that system. You won't allow it. You won't allow us to vote to close the borders. You'll just you'll pawn us off of some bullshit like you have for decades. You won't allow us to end affirmative action. Every time your your liberal Jew-controlled law school elite simply uh, flushes our vote down the toilet in your courts, we vote against. Not only that, they get on TV. These talking Jew lawyers get on all the TV networks, Alex, and tell us how we're we're, we're just really uh, nutbags for for we're wanting to, these Mexicans to stop, and how it's not rational. That these people cannot be allowed to come here and rape white girls. Fuck exactly. them. They should be murdered. They exactly. should be murdered. They should be summarily murdered. They who represents the will of the people? Us or the or the Jew controlled elite? We do, and they know that, and that's why they have to put a lid on it. They have to say the average American listening to this knows that we here at Goyfar are the mainstream. We don't want open borders with Mexico. We don't want wars over in Iraq. We don't want affirmative action where we're discriminated against in favor of incompetent minorities. We don't want Jews controlling our laws. Every time we vote for this stuff, you guys throw it out, and then you start talking what a wonderful land of the free and democracy. How come nothing the, the people ever want ever makes it into law? So we revealed that you're a bunch of liars. We revealed that you have it in for us, that you intend our genocide.
I, I think it's a very you know scientific, rational, predictable course that events are going to follow. Well, I don't know when it will be. I don't know who it will be. But but I can tell you that there is going to come a day when there are going to be physical consequences for your oppression of the white race. Whoever does do it will be greatly loved. Either I want you to understand that it was all all avoidable and all utterly predictable. And you made you made it that way. You made it that way when you attacked the white race. You have you have nothing to complain about when you feel repercussions. You know, Alex, I will have you know there is a very hard-working lawyer out there, a top American lawyer, in fact, has threatened to wage a legal war against British academics who seek to cut links with Israeli universities. Alan Dershowitz, a Harvard Law professor renowned for his staunch defense of Israel and high-profile legal victories, including his role in the O.J. Simpson trial, Vowed to devastate and bankrupt lecturers who supported such boycotts. Yeah, well, isn't there a law that you can't boycott Israel in America? In in America, I guess there is not in Britain. This is this is a good example of of uh, Jews trying to deny others the the tools that they use themselves. They love to attack people behind the scenes. That's how we get driven off the servers and denied the use of otherwise public utilities like PayPal, right? All of a sudden, these Jews who won't allow a private accommodation to discriminate against niggers uh, in in hiring or employment or or accommodations, all of a sudden they're all greatly in favor of terms of service and the sanctity of the private contract when it comes to white. Mainstreamists like ourselves being uh, being uh, booted off of a uh, of <laughs> essentially utilities. And he and says here, "quote I will obtain legislation dealing with this issue, imposing sanctions that will devastate and bankrupt those who seek to impose bankruptcy on Israeli academics." He told the mm. journal. Bankruptcy on Israeli academics. You know, they need a whole fleet of jet to fly these these people back and forth from academicians from from Israel to New York City and everywhere else. All these other universities. A while back on Goyfire, we covered that one who was a nuclear uh, bomb expert. Where was he? Purdue, right? In Indiana. <sighs> Come on, this is all they're doing. Look, we're propagandized on so many levels by five hundred one c threes, think tanks, uh, Jewish American. Uh, by that, I mean. Our country to their country, and our country is not even our country now. We cannot even uh, fathom it. You, you can spend day after day on the internet, and you won't even get close. You know, if you look at these interconnectivities, it, it's just it, it, the whole world knows it. I mean, the rest of the the people in Europe they know. Even Malaysians, like that uh, former prime minister of, of uh, Malaysia, talked about it. He gave a big speech. It's on YouTube. You can see it. Uh, I have something. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, Mahathir was the Malaysian right, guy. Right. Cool quote from a Sue Blackwell, UCU activist, member of the British Committee for Universities of Palestine, said, This is the typical response of the Israeli lobby, which will do anything to avoid debating the real issue, the 40-year occupation of Palestine. So I really put these British way up. I, I mean, I don't... You know how I feel. I, I, I have no great respect for Britain, but I always like to see when there's some real courage coming out of that island. 
can be found in Simon Shepard at heretical.com and certainly Luke O'Farrell, one of my favorite columnists. Still under and, pro- uh, prosecution, uh, Simon. Or, um, you, yeah. you know, the, the joke is that, that, that they can take some, uh, some, uh, some black like uh, pits and make him a syndicated columnist while there's people like Luke O'Farrell who can write genuinely uh, thoughtful and brilliant stuff. And of course, you know, what do they get? They get police visits at five in the morning. And this is the world we live in until we make it otherwise. Accessories to the crime, they're... they're So, yeah, the the Jews want to be free. And remember, Dershowitz is the guy advocating torture and and, uh, torture of anyone who stands against the neocon, which is the communist, which is the Jewish agenda. And this this little pecker in America is... Imagine how arrogant and how full of power the Jews feel. They can just say, oh, you know what? Imagine you going for it. Oh, I'm going to get some legislation to prevent you doing... X, Y, or Z in, in a foreign country. How can he possibly be that confident without a lot of contacts and knowing that his people control the media and they control the presentation of whatever he does and knowing that they've got the pull with the, the money lenders behind Blair and, and conservative and Tory parties over there and knowing that they can pull strings and they can go after uh, you know this body in a foreign land. It shows you that they really are an international mafia. Remember, uh, uh, Goyfire two back, we covered the NATO ambassador. Our Jewish ambassador is uh, has a BA, a Bachelor of Arts. What mm-hmm. the hell? How do you get a Bachelor of Arts and become the ambassador to NATO, which is a huge war machine? It's just a huge, huge uh, in the history of the world. Yeah. Overqualified Jews Jews as a, a Jew. violin. He's a violinist. <laughs> oh, well, what have too. I said about being a Jew? It's like having an uh, instant <laughs> backstage pass anywhere or slash PhD. Being yeah, Jewish is taken as a qualification itself. Higher than mm-hmm. any any mm-hmm. real degree. Exactly. I mean, the, the, the ranks of... Uh, uh, you know, Craig, I tried to interest uh, the Jew, Nicholas Sticks, and he's kind of a late 40s Long Island type Jew. I, to me... I couldn't quite get a read on him. He's he's a decent writer. He's not. He's well, what he's certainly for that mythical stick not an really academic. He doesn't really know that much. He's not that deeply learned. But trying to bring him along and teach him some things, and and I yeah, think well, he's I kind like of Ashley went, Montague. Did he take along a fake name, an English name, a prick? <laughs> I don't know how he get the name uh, Nicholas Sticks. Yeah, I but do. He, he, he comes out of um, English lore, but somebody screw him. But anyway, and also he doesn't always write up being in. I'm glad he's talking to you. At least he's writing something. But uh, well, I talked to him because I at first I wasn't because I was angry over some stuff he wrote, and he didn't mention the rally in his Amran article. But uh, then I thought, you know what? If you're talking to all the overt kike media, this guy at least is kike for. I don't like Amran. I don't like Jared Taylor. I don't. I don't trust that his motives are honest. And uh, because he's trying to deny the systemic aspect of this, which yeah, I know as you he's can tell, you up pretty, pretty fire, badly in a lot of ways. To overemphasize, although it can't be overemphasized. My point is, I think he comes from kind of that stern background where his parents were liberals, and they they forced him in with niggers, so he got the truth firsthand. But he doesn't have a deeper intellectual <laughs> understanding of this, unless he was trying to play me, which is entirely possible. He doesn't understand the systemic root of the problem. So they're focusing on the niggers and the specifics of the crime rather than the system that it guarantees, I say facilitates, that means it provides all the opportunities for the thing to take place. Without which, see, if niggers were kept out of white areas by whites using their free association, they wouldn't have the physical, they wouldn't have the physical closeness to commit this kind of crime. So it, would, well, look, it, it basically wouldn't happen. So, yeah, but they're but brazen, they're confidenced up, they're, they're testosterone up, they're confidenced up, and, and what that means is that they think they're God's gift to the planet, 
I mean, mm-hmm. if, if that's not a uh, if that's not a, a science fiction scenario right there, you know. And they're predators. told they're told that uh, they they, they uh, endless propaganda about brothers be packing. Uh, yeah, they have these huge exactly. dicks and white women, and they're really cool. And white women all That's really right. want them. And you'll see that yeah. over white girls have been raped by niggers. You know, they'll say, "Yeah, they, they, yeah, we know you really want that bitch." And I guarantee you, that's what uh, those niggers Hell. were saying to Shannon Christian. Yeah, it. What do you think? They're raping her multiple times because they love her. That's right. Fuck the Jews may as well tattoo hash marks or bullet marks on their cheeks, you know, as a sign of honor. So make them a little bit more terrifying as they roam around. Gary, Gary Christian, <laughs> every should kill. Yeah. Gary, the, those those media who come to your house, who put those words in your mouth, and, and they talk to you until you say something they can use to, to spin spin the horrible crime that occurred against your daughter mm-hmm. into something favorable for them, you should understand that those are the same media promoting, uh, putting ideas in the heads of these niggers who create these crimes. And by the way, uh, Alex, at the same daughter time... really wants niggers like them, and, and even though she doesn't, when they can't get her, they're willing to, to rape her. Very, There's very a whole lot of levels... Working on the Mr. media is not your friend. The media is partly guilty right. for that crime. That's the exactly same people right. who run the media and, and 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 the government and cover this stuff up and don't talk about it. Man, they're not your friend. They're your enemy. That's what we're telling you. Look, poor Mr. Christian. He sells. He, he's a sales manager in an auto place. Obviously, he has to deal with with, with, with uh, blacks at some time. And uh, you know, obviously, whatever brand he's selling, Toyotas, I think it is. You know. It, <laughs> The guy literally loses his job. On top of that, he knows that there are going to be uh, Negroes on the jury. So, uh, And then if they try to go for the death penalty, and uh, his, his ballless prosecutor, uh, Randy uh, Nichols, mm-hmm. uh, ever makes up his mind, you know, the, the U.S. prosecutor that uh, Russ Dedrick, uh, uh, he already passed on the carjacking. That's a different matter, though. And he just got approved by the Senate to be the permanent uh, prosecutor, probably as a reward for that. But Mr. Christian knows he, all these things. On, on top of all the other forces, the media went in there and uh, abused this guy who's mentally tortured. Much much worse, in my opinion, than, than, than uh, he imagines that we are or claims that we are. I think it's precisely the opposite for them to go in there. and It's as, yeah. it's, it's as if the media is some sort of a high priest and they're taking his confession, you know. They came I imagine to his house. Gary Christian feels about as bad as a man can feel and has had a protracted, <laughs> extended, just horrible pain. And I, I, you know what? You, just so they say your first reaction is probably right. I mean, his first reaction was to to pull that Confederate flag shirt out and wear that, and and that's his mute way of saying, in the old South, this wouldn't happen, and we're an honorable people, and we revenge and look out for our own, and that's that's the bottom line. And you know what? You fucking kite cunts in the media, you can run over there and you can get him to retract and you can browbeat him until he says something that helps you spin this foul crime your way. But you, you motherfuckers, we know exactly what you're doing. You are just as guilty of this crime. You, you at all those little local TV stations and you and the national media who won't report it and you Jews who bought Congress and set this whole fucking rotten system up, you are guilty of that crime every bit as much as those fucking jungle savages. And you all deserve to be stuck up against the wall and just shot when Mr. Christian lies I in his truly, bed at night, honestly, in the depths of my soul, I believe that day is coming. Good. When, when all great. you who participated and benefited in this genocidal system received justice, and like I told Nicholas Sticks, uh, we'll put you on trial. We'll put you on trial over the public airwaves. We'll produce all the evidence, and we'll let the American people vote. And you know what? 
this is one vote where I'm pretty fucking sure that A, I don't have to rig it, B, I know how it turns out, and C, it ain't going to be thrown out in the Aryan court. It's going to be sustained. Y'all are going to be put to death. And we'll put that on fucking TV, and we'll have serious announcers, and it will just fucking happen. It will be played what I like to call just plain fucking straight. Realism there will be no be irony. There will be, there will be, this is what you did, this is your sentence, and here is the carrying out of the execution. Bye bye See ya. Forever. Forever. And then we're free. Then we're free. Then we're what free. a joyous day that would be. Talk about rebirth. And it's Not wholly, pos- yes, it's yes, wholly yes. possible. Don't let them intimidate you into thinking that we can't change things. We can. We can. All the cops I talked to in Knoxville, they know this is a fucking horrible murder. They, they've been on the, yeah, they, know, they fucking know what's going on. They know these niggers are doing it. That doesn't mean they're any less willing to pounce on me for talking about it. But man, we can make a difference. We can control our own country. We can take control from the Jews. All of you faith. must be a little bit, I think, like Gary Christian is, Shannon's dad. And that is, I'm sure when, look, when he lies in bed at night and he thinks about the last hours and the last Mm-hmm. Last hours of, of Shannon's life, because men visualize, and Aryan men are the best at it. That's why that we've left the world with all these great creations, this power of visualization and the will to follow it through. So we are like him in that respect, and he knows. He knows what happened, and we know what's happening to our country too. But when are we going to do something? When will Gary Christian do something? We can start out with media. And proceed from there. We keep the heat on, like I told them, and the cameramen were sniggering at me and whatever. I said, you fucking liberal media are... And, you know, I just use the terms to vary it. I mean, ultimately, it's Jewish control. This stuff's all controlled or owned by Jews, and the locals are just... They may not be there, but they're just affiliates, and, and they're just repeating the same agenda, whether or not they realize it or not. And a lot of them are so dumb, they really don't. They just think that... Especially women think this way. That's what they're taught. I mean, hate exists. Hate is real. You're a hater. They're an extremist. They're not capable of any deep understanding of it. But that doesn't make them any less dangerous. A dog may have an IQ of 20, but that doesn't mean it can't bite your throat out. And so it is with local media and cops. Now, that essay you wrote about the country singer and how uh, women will uh, put on the larger political scene, they'll overlay on, on the greater society that which they should be affecting within their own families. Could you please talk about that in relation to this? Because the way you express that is so precise. And I'm trying to remember which one, you're, which one are you talking about? It, it was a country singer, and, and, and uh, he had the song, and, and he, his song were, were, were so womanish and appealing to women's feelings. And you said that oh. in the essay that when women take what normally would be their protective instincts and, and their... Uh, Oh, yeah. Eternalism for within the family unit, and they lay it on the larger society where it has no business being. Well, yeah. there, uh, I said you, you have to surround the female. I use the metaphor, and I'm no metaphorician. I'm not, I'm not great with that. I'm no poet or anything. But uh, the, the metaphor of a fire. The fire is great if it's constrained and there are hearthstones and it's kept in a space. It will light and heat and bring warmth and joy to the house. That's what a woman does in a family. But but if you let the the female myopicness, their exaggeration of what is close to them and their inability to see what's far away, if you let them into the male sphere of politics and guarding the perimeter, then you have essentially a a free burning fire that will just potentially destroy everything. And you you have this, uh, this perversion 
and that means like a turning out of normal channels of the maternal impulse onto, oh, the poor little nigger, we must... Uh, they're taught that, oh, these poor niggers were suppressed, and even Shannon was probably taught this. She, she was, if not a sociology major, she at least took a lot of sociology. And oh, taught, or Mexicans oh, or Asian Im- immigrants, what have you. You know, it, any, it runs yeah, all 193 any, countries. It's not just niggers. The whole world is America. Yeah, and they, they pervert like it, the normal maternal impulse, and, and it's kind of half-intellectualized and, and, and loosed on these niggers, and, and they're going to help them, whether by fucking them or making excuses for them or whatever. And see, in, in a father's life, the, the mother provides the love and the security. The father provides a sense of reality in the real world in, in terms of justice that can be kind of harsh. Like, look, you know, I told you not to do this. You did it. Now there's going to be a consequence for it. And it's, that's his job, and she has her job. And when they both do them, then the kid turns out okay. If they don't do them, then the kid's going to be probably unbalanced because the woman simply can't... She, she can provide an ersatz male, but it's not as good as the real thing. And, and soon enough, the kid is larger than she is. Well, you take these maternal impulses and you pervert them into pseudo-academic disciplines like anthropology or sociology, and pretty soon the women become very dangerous exponents of, uh, of, of Jewish... Uh, bogus Jewish theories that, that are used to control the rest oh, of us. And we have the case, Craig, remember the case where the woman is, you said it well, when you, you were talking about how many of these women go to college, and Shannon Christian was one, and they major in these dark sciences, yeah. these real, really yeah. alchemical, modern, modern alchemy, where they're going to try to yeah, turn... Re- re- resurrect the soul of the black man, so to speak, and, and, and turn him into... Yeah, a, and, and they uh, hear you know, this shit from the Jews, and they get into these fields, yeah. and it literally gets them killed a lot of times. Like, we didn't. Or what was the case of the girl up in uh, in New Jersey? Yeah, and she's trying prison. to reform these niggers in prison, and the one rapes her before a white man shot him in the head. And, so and this is the kind of thing that goes all the time. Need to overcome. And, and Shannon was studying sociology. In fact, her parents. Yes. We, we we reported on it at vnnforum dot com very early. I looked up her sociology teachers. A couple of niggers. One of them talks about terrorism in the world. He's an expert about terrorism. Well, there's some irony. Some irony pancakes. This guy, mm-hmm. uh, what? He's going to talk about terrorism and Knoxville is nigger terrorism central, you know, ground zero, along with Chattanooga and Memphis. Good Do you think God. any of her professors ever told her the truth about interracial crime as reflected in the government-compiled statistics? No. no, she had a little Asiatic there, but probably the mother of that Asiatic reporter. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this is the you world our it, daughters are growing up in. This is the world that we white men, and it really is a failure on our part because we're the ones supposed to identify the enemy and defend against it. We failed to identify the Jew as an enemy, and now the Jew has taken over all of our sense organs, just like inside of a a termite colony or some kind of insect colony where they use chemicals to deceive. Well, the media are used to deceive us as to the truth of what's going on. And we, minority of whites right now, who represent what the mainstream would perceive in its best interest were it allowed to, we who aren't affected by those chemicals, for whatever reason, we have to spread the true word among our people. They are victims of the lies of the media. They are victims of this horrible, insane, genocidal system that works so well to advance Jewish interests. Well, we need to worry. All we need to worry about is what is good for whites. That's what matters. Nothing goes right until we go white. White is the only basis on which we can found a stable, successful society. And everything you can't around see it you any other that that's true. Look at it from this viewpoint, and, and this is hackneyed and trite, I suppose, because we've oft repeated it. But all of these other races, the, the, they encourage you know, La Raza, everyone's wonderful, just great. He's an activist. Yeah. And what are we? 
We're the, we're the lowest trailer trash. No, no matter if our linguistic skills are equal to the Jews. No, it doesn't matter. And know? let me, yeah, Craig, let me give you a, a couple things Mencken said that I think. He, Mencken said there is only one way to look at a politician, and that is down. <laughs> and now that, and, and that's the correct attitude for the press, but now the press are the same thing as the government. So on one side you're getting arraigned by the official government, then you go outside and you're getting arraigned by the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the private government, the media. And, and they both have the same agenda. And, and, and so there's only one way to look at the press, and that is down. Any press controlled by the Jew is part of the government. They're repeating the same lies. They're advancing the same agenda. They're evil. And talk down to them. Treat them like utter shit. And, you know, this is, this is new to me. I've done lots of phone interviews with papers, but doing on-camera stuff is, is a little new. And, you know, when I, when I drove out there, I'd, I'd driven 12 hours, and I was, it was all I could do to stay awake during the arraignment. And arraignment is nothing but like a, reading, a formal reading of charges, and then you plead guilty or not guilty, and then they tell you what's up next on the agenda. So I knew that's what it would be, and there wouldn't be any any genuine drama in there. But uh, I was trying hard to stay awake, and uh, I will get better at dealing with with the uh, with the TV media. But you, you need, and, and this will all be written up in my notes to help other white nationalist leaders as they set up rallies and demonstrations, and they deal with the media. But they should be treated with utter and complete disrespect. They all they do is uh, use what they can from you to fit their agenda. They will never report fairly or honestly what you say or or make any of the substantial points you wish to make. You'll get about one sentence, and if you say anything that's the slightest bit off your own message or that in any way makes you look foolish, that's what they will use. They will never use what you say that's cool or good or directly to the point or clever. So you, you must be extremely controlled in what you say. And, and that's what I've had reinforced me. I knew it, but uh, I've had it reinforced more directly from from feeling it and, and seeing it in front of me. Yeah, they are the lap dogs, lackeys, and accomplices well, of the mm-hmm. Yeah, I think accomplices is the, is the better oh, better okay. choice because uh, they their benefits flow from the same sick, rotten structure. And if it's destroyed, then they're destroyed along with it. That, that's why they have such an instinctive hatred from us, as was revealed in the words of Gordon Boyd. Because he, they know what they're not telling you. They know what, just like the cops, they know what's actually going on. They know that white people are being killed, raped, murdered, and beaten by these niggers. And they know that they can't talk about it. And they've yeah, they've accepted pay to, to cover up what's shit. really going on and, while calling themselves reporters. So they have a bad conscience. And and we really bring it out of them. That, that's what brings out their fury. It excites the fury in them because they know we're doing what they should be doing, what they theoretically exist to do, which is spotlight the problems in society so that they can be solved. Right? We're doing their job. So that's why that's the source, the secret source of the hidden fury that always comes out in their words when they talk about us. I mean, when the guy said my... He, he all but spit when he said... When, when Gordo in the first the report after the rally, he's like, Linder... Linder, you know he 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 couldn't even read it professionally neutral like he he does the uh, Latavius and Lamarcus. I, I get no disrespect. Well, I come from people on both sides, descended from from people who fought in the Revolutionary War. Yeah, I'm making that point because it helps me politically. So what? Why shouldn't I? My family has never had any criminal background. They're they're farmers. They're but they're very intelligent. And and my dad's generation was very successful. I, I have no criminal background. Uh, I don't deserve to be treated like a piece of shit, and I'm not going to tolerate it from a bunch of cowards and system tools like Gordo Boyd and, and little Asian gals. So, 
and I'm not going to cower, and I'm not going to back down, and I'm not going to grovel, and I'm not going to do anything except what I think is right, and I'm not really that worried about the consequences. You know, I, I can't control what the other people do. I can't control what people on my side do. But damn it, I'm right, and, and I'm not going to be treated like something lower than whale shit while, while these same assholes who call us extremists and, and freaks and weirdos and, and evil, you know, they, they're very respectful of the niggers who actually commit the crimes that we're talking about. Yeah, the clowns and dressing. And the clowns of the antis. Yeah. You know, they, they pretty much cover that stuff you, up, Alex. but... They're they're morally superior to uh, you uh, talking about. The they know my motive. They know our motives, but they don't know Lamarcus's motives. They can't they can't guess what would have motivated Latavius. They know it wasn't hate, though. I mean, the the, the top cop said it wasn't hate. There was nothing hateful about this, and yet they know you that know, I'm the bad uh, guy. Rebellion. Same cop can say that. Well, that doesn't mean we wanted them to come here. Hey, punk! It's not your job to make judgments about who. Who says what or, or who ought to be here? You don't have any role to play in deciding who walks through Knoxville. It's a free country, pal. You're going to learn that. Yeah, but, but yeah, even though you're descended from Revolutionary War veterans, uh, Mexicans are not out of towners. They're not even out of staters. They're not even out of countryers. They're just welcome, welcome, welcome. They're American. <laughs> That's yeah, right. and, and, <laughs> Craig, how did eleven million Mexicans in the street? Remember yeah, the yeah. '60s? Who were the, the so-called civil rights people? Well, they were a bunch of Jews from out of state. They're going to lighten the wrong. local reactionaries and racists. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm, they weren't I'm from out of town. The local locals. <laughs> I'm enlightening the, the local said they were from out of town. reactionaries <laughs> by telling them the truth about race and crime. Saying, hey, liberals, here's the mirror. Look at it. What do you see? I see the charred corpse of Chris Newsom and the strangled corpse of, of Shannon Christian. And, and I say this is the fruit of your immigration. And, and your own government's statistics back it up that this stuff is normal. Are you going to tell me again that integration is a good thing when this is the fruit that it bears? I mean, the Bible says, you know, you judge a tree by the fruit that it bears. You're going to call me evil when, when I look at the picture of my daughter and I see, you know, the, the clear blue eyes and the, and the high intelligence and good looks. You're going to tell me I'm evil? Well, well, if I'm evil for producing that as the fruit of my tree... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look at the fruit what about Latalvis' mammy? Murdered kids and, and cover-ups and lying and smearing anybody who talks about it, shooting the messenger. If I'm evil, what the fuck are you? You're good? No. And so I know that I'm right, and all it takes is some moral courage to get out there and stand up and say, you know what, fuck you all. Fuck all y'all. We're right. We're not going away. You're going away. This is just fucking communism. It's Jewish communism brought to America. And we have to get out there and stand up against it. That's the only way we can win. It's not communism. Be these fuckers. It's not, let me tell you people, this is not an intellectual contest. There's absolutely no room for sophisticated or clever strategy. It's pure, which dog is tougher? Who's going to be tougher, us or them? Who's going to back down? Who's afraid of the Who's other one? Apologize. We're going to let them fucking cow us in our own country? These fucking nigger-ass punks. Who's going to forgive? And the Jews operate them? These little fucking Woody Allen operating these fucking Earl Pitts? (laughs) Or Earl (laughs) Ofari Hutchison and Leonard Pitts? We're going to let these fuckers tell us how we're going to live? Come on! Woody Allen, Phil Spector, and Alan Dershowitz. (laughs) Yeah, these little fuckers are going to tell us how to live. They're going to sick niggers and Mexicans on us, and we're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to take it. Or pretend we're fighting for individual rights or gun rights. You're all a bunch of faggots if you're talking about individualism or specific rights or neutrality. You're playing the Jews' game. You're a liberal without realizing it. You know, it's your race. The the, it's your 
type of people. It's your it's dog in the crime. fight. It's you. In an instant. It's your family. That's what matters. Not the fucking individual rights. It's our right to live is the kind of people we are in our own way. It's not a deep thing that you need to ponder. It's something very obvious that everyone can understand viscerally. And that's They've why it requires visceral leadership and presentation in public. This is how it is. It requires a guy going out there on the board and yelling at the other fuckers and saying, back the fuck off. You've gone too far. Now, you were in charge. Now, we're in charge. That's where we have to get to. Uh, Alex and, and I just, we both, we've already been plundered by Mexico. As, as these pretensions that racial competitions do not exist become more and more uh, pandemic and endemic in the United States, there's absolutely no doubt that we'll become uh, ripe for plunder by a far more powerful nation than Mexico. I mean, we've and been made fools of by Mexico, China. That that, that's China. Right. And, and, and it's coming because the, 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 the racial conflicts kvetched uh, uh, on by Jewry and racial communism are only going to become more and more uh, exacerbated and the numbers are going to go more and more against the Aryan people, the white people. And as that happens, our country is going to be ripe for a serious military uh, plunder. And it will occur. So on top of all this, there's the grand finale. Enjoy. If you don't do something. Yeah. They, they've laid the groundwork. I mean, they've got races going in each other's throats because they're so disparate they can't get along. And yeah. then they cover Which is up, a natural you know, condition. That's not because whites are bad. No, it's just biological reality. It's it, the right. and even Christians could recognize that, except their preachers are all bought, so that they're forced to pretend that they believe in racial integration. But you know what? If you cry and turn your head and shriek hate when someone shows you the reality of what you've done, says, "Look, I'm just the messenger. I'm showing you what you built. You're telling me it's all good, but I'm showing you what you actual results of it. If you can't handle that, then you're not an adult, and you're certainly not fit to to lead your community. You're not even fit to vote or have any say." If, you ought to join in science if you want to believe shit like that, where you just deny reality. You're, you're fit to be a Christian scientist. You're not fit to be a voting, deciding member of a community. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah, well, I'll have you know, Obama said the black unrest is brewing. This is out of Hampton, Virginia. Democratic presidential hopeful Barack Obama uh, said yesterday that the Bush administration has done nothing to defuse a, quote, quiet riot among blacks that threatens to erupt just as riots in Los Angeles did 15 years ago. Quiet riot. There's a, there's uh, a contradiction in terms. When is that going to happen? A quiet riot. All right. uh, uh, now, now someone interpret that. To turn that into political reality. What, 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 what's, what does that mean, what he said? Uh, I'm going to say Katrina. No, what did... What's what's he saying? What's his coded message there? Read it again, just real briefly. Let's let, let's hear it again. What Obama okay, said. <laughs> Some of it. Bush administration has done nothing to defuse a quiet riot among blacks. Translation: Give niggers more money, more white money, or they will riot and kill you. And he now, also used the term bullet. And he said something about a bullet too. The the point. He referred to riots that erupted in Los Angeles after jury acquitted four police officers of uh, blah, 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 assault on Ronnie King. A black motorist. Yeah. What do you got to do to be called like a, you know, a criminal? Oh, you got to speak your mind about the truth about black on white crime and the Jews who set up a system that makes it possible. 
But if you're a nigger, you can be drunk, you can be on drugs, you can you can do this, that, and the other, and they'll defend you. And now, what would happen if whites just sort of bum rush these uh, black peddlers out the door? Um, nothing. They'd be driven out. This and so there would be no extra rights, no extra privilege. Look, here, here's the point. The, the, this perfectly reinforces what I just said about it just being a struggle of animal strength and will. And either the niggers are intimidating us or we are intimidating the niggers. Well, I don't know either or now. We know which way it's going. And if you think it can be equal and neutral, that's exactly as plausible as, saying, as the probability that if you flip a quarter, it will end up standing on its side. <laughs> All right, standing on an end, right? <laughs> I saw that you once know, on the Every time I've ever flipped a quarter, it comes down on one side or the other. It doesn't stand on end with equality. No, we're, one's up, the other's down. And the Jews are up, and their tool is the nigger to destroy us, and we are down. I say we flip it again, and we come up right side up. The Jews and niggers should be under us, not us under them, where they can rape and murder us with abandon, and the kikes can mock us in the press as rednecks and white trash. We should this this guy Obama, well, he he went to a he he got a job after he got out of school. He went to Punahou in Hawaii, and then he he eventually got hired at some bullshit seventeen thousand dollar a year job in, in Chicago by a community organization. And even then, money was filtering down, and it's the same money that put Shannon Christian and and, and uh, Chris Newsom in those Washington apartments, and where, where they let they they put feral uh, Negroes in the same buildings as whites. And call it a good thing, where where, where decent, hardworking white people can get plundered upon by a, uh, you know, the crack cocaine in the same same suburban kitchens, you know, across the hallway. They're smoking their crack and coming out in the hallway and looking for that bitch, you know. Let's snatch her. That's exactly mm-hmm. what the federal government did, but in in Washington, a place where that was where their car was uh, high. Uh, Hijack. This does have something to do with Obama, and that is, is that he lived on that same federal money, and uh, he's barely old enough to remember. Uh, he actually wouldn't technically remember, except when he's a very young boy. But when, when, when there were riots all over this country in the in '65 and '66 in uh, Detroit, Los Angeles, Kansas City, I guess, uh, or Philadelphia, I, I believe, so many major cities, uh, great and small riots. And uh, LBJ would send in mass numbers of troops. Well, of course, now uh, with Jewized America, they, they, they deal with them with a little more kid gloves. So I guess what he's threatening is with increasing competition from Hispanics for federal money produced by whites, if they don't get what they want. And, and he did use the term bullet. I, I was hoping you could find that quote, Aegis. I talk don't about, see that. Well, it's in one of these articles, and he just talks about the bullet. And he talks about it, and it actually sounds kind of like a goyfire, if you want me to get right down to it. It's kind of a little oblique reference there as to what's going to happen, except well, this guy's yeah. going to be the president. Yeah. And listen to this. Obama's criticism of Bush prompted ovation after ovation from nearly 8,000 people. Now, he's telling them that whites are responsible for the poverty and hopelessness of the niggers. Not their low IQ and the fact that they're not fit for human civilization, but white people are to blame. White people are to blame. White people are to blame. That's why, if we were to talk in, in spurious Jewish terms of hate crimes, that would have to be the default, because the, the Jewish political class that runs this country and runs the media has put this idea in niggers' heads that whites are responsible for their problems, when in fact, and it's even evident in Pitts' article, that whites enjoy better. The, the, the Belief among blacks is that government is a source of all good and that whites control the government and they are unfairly giving themselves uh, first cut over the, over the niggers. 
when the fact is blacks enjoy legal privilege over whites, and it's their incredible uh, uh, evolutionary backwardness that leaves them in, in, in a state of nature, and it, it's the white man who dragged them out of that and got them living indoors and got them a very high average uh, yearly income by any kind of global standard. But, of course, <laughs> how they f- the re- objective reality doesn't matter. How they feel matters, and how they feel is conditioned by the Jewish media. The Jewish media selects who are the leaders of the black community, and it selects which arguments they're allowed to make. And the only argument they're allowed to make is not the honest ones of self-help and accept you are what you are and try to do the best you can with what you have, but blame the white man. And this takes a thousand forms. And, and and promoting the idea that it's open season on whites and white women want you and you have huge dicks and you're great singers and natural athletes and everybody loves you and wants to be like you and hip-hop is a valid form of music and, and, and the white man owes you and, and if anything's wrong in your life, you need to raise taxes on the whites to pay for it. Well, as the percentage of the population that is black and colored and believes this garbage grows, I mean, my God, it just gets worse and worse for us humans. Alex, and the end of the line is Zimbabwe and South Africa. <laughs> Speaking of uh, that, that, that great athlete thing, I just want to diverge here for a minute, and it's a little uh, humorous, but I, I was looking at videos for Pod Blanc, and I saw one of the recent uh, defeat of Shannon Briggs, who's a great big six foot four. Uh, he was the world uh, boxing uh, champion, mm-hmm. right, uh, of the WBO. Anyway, this Russian, the Russians hold all the titles now. And why? Because they're a huge white population base that is not afraid to get physical. They have it in their genes. And if they wouldn't have been held down by uh, the Jewish communism all these years, they would have been participating in a world level. And they're not mm-hmm. a little bit softy as we've become, where we think the only way is to become a lawyer or perhaps an engineer. I mean, these guys are, by American standards, you're walking away with $40, $50 million, this kind of thing. Uh, they're some of the richest people in the world, and they're willing to work for it, and they did it. But anyway, I saw him, and I was watching the video, and he's carrying it in, right? Now, Briggs is the champion, right? They're showing their ringside, and the lights are flashing like Fox News. Mm-hmm. And so, and then Don King's there with all his, you know, do and all his, and he's coming out. He, he's the promo of Sean Shannon Briggs and the whole retinue, you know, of, of niggers all dressed in colorful suits and such. Mm-hmm. And then there's one guy holding the big belt, and, and he's the only white guy. And I'm looking real close at the screen, and I thought, what is this? This guy's holding Shannon Briggs' belt. He must be really important. And then I started thinking about it, and I looked at him, and I thought, I bet that's his Jewish accountant, Don King's Jew accountant. Uh-huh. And they're having him walk out there, hold the belt. It was very funny. Uh-huh. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine who else he'd be. But Craig, I could say along those lines that uh, ESPN has completely ignored uh, boxing. Now that the whites have uh, taken over, they will only report on like lower level, lower weight, <laughs> the less prestigious. Is that right? They will not talk about uh, white heavyweights at all. And what they do, what they do is, is basically the to the extent the sports camera when it comes to boxing is now what's happening is there's a shift toward the ultimate fighting. And there's all these little leagues, yeah. and they've, they've gotten great ratings. A lot ratings. of whites in that. They're on top of that, too. There are a lot of whites in that, but they'll take the, the one or two where a black dominates, especially when they beat up whites, and they will just run that over and over. They'll put in clips of a nigger knocking out like five or six whites in a I'm row. So you, you get it, a totally I... false perception yeah. of what's going on in that stuff too and yeah, no they, they, they have they, you know what i've seen what? many sports center they will not talk in the fucking least about klitschko about any of them so here you've not only got that the absolute antithesis someone who is tougher than mike tyson and about 500 times smarter they, they just won't fucking cover that they'll only cover low-level boxing and uh and i, I like boxing boxing's good stuff and uh nope just, just fucking anti-white across the board from the liberal Jews at ESPN, which is out of Connecticut. Well, whatever all you people are doing, what we're doing is so much more fun. It's more fun than fishing. It's more fun than watching uh, 
uh, Negro football or basketball. I've said this before. It's, it's really a lot of fun. And you'll be a lot of pride for your children. If you have a daughter like Shannon or a daughter that's going to be almost her age, this is so much more real and, and so much more immediate and it's so much more in tune with all of American history and what we were as a people. It's yeah. just so much more real. Yeah. You, you can have as much as you want. Uh, you can, I don't know what to say. I've just seen a lot the last few days and, and uh, mm-hmm. kind of thought about it and, and I'm, I am writing some stuff. And thank God I finally got, uh, Tony taught me how to work the camera that I have. And so I've got all these pictures. They're all like two megabyte, but I'm learning to resize them down. So I put up the one of Shannon Christian's grave uh, yesterday when they were d- doing the free talk live, but I'm going to incorporate some of the other ones into the, the trip report I'm writing. And then I'm going to write the... Uh, I'm going to write an open letter to Gary Christian and try to sum up this whole thing. But uh, either today or tomorrow, I'm going to write a BTL on that Pitts article, which I just saw last night. It was so goddamn ridiculous. He, he really deserved to be scored. And I'll publicly challenge him to a debate. And he can set all the, all the terms. As long as you give me a chair and a microphone, I'll be there. I don't care where it is. Yeah, well, we have here another story about the uh, World Jewish Congress. The World Jewish Congress sends out emails saying South African industrialist Mendel Kaplan should not stand in Sunday's WJC presidential election. Uh, on the eve of Sunday's election for the presidency of the World Jewish Congress, Daniel Lack, uh, a former WJC lawyer who first drew attention to financial mismanagement at the international organization sent an email Thursday to leading figures in the Jewish world calling on all the current leaders of the WJC to resign. In an email calls in particular for the resignation of chairman of the executive Mendel Kaplan, a South African industrialist and communal leader who is opposing American cosmetics billionaire, billionaire Ronald S. Lauder, for the position of the WJC president. A third candidate, Ennett Wilf, is also contesting the post. Yeah, well, here's another one of these world organizations in support of a particular people. Uh, they're not really a religion. They are a people. They, they claim they're a religion. Uh, they're a people. Some of them have... Uh, Ashkenazi, or some, some uh, white and, and Khazar heritage or, or DNA, and others have uh, Sephardic or Middle Eastern. But the point is, it's a huge group working on uh, the premise of, of cultural and uh, some religious unity. Uh, they're not primarily religious, and this is exactly what we don't have. And we have, uh, not on a worldwide level, you bet we don't, and not in the United States either. Uh, these intrigues, uh, the World Jewish Congress a few years ago, it wasn't even that long ago, a couple of years, uh, we reported on it with, I think it was Edgar Bronfman, and, uh, and he had a rival in New York City. So this is a pretty hot, hotly contested spot. And I suppose because of, of the uh, propaganda, propagandization possibilities and uh, the power that bestows upon them from within their community. For instance, Ronald Lauder was on the uh, list of... Uh, Billionaires, when I did that research in the United States of the top 100 uh, in, in the U.S., the 100 richest billionaires, uh, literally 40% of them are Jewish, uh, despite only a 2.4% Jewish population. And Bronfman was a billionaire, too. Uh, and then there's the, 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 the Jewish billionaire of, uh, leader of New York City. So uh, they really enjoy these uh, positions from which to uh, 
influence other human beings, non-Jewish human beings. Yeah, yeah they have a gigantic uh, pool of funds that they use to irrigate, you know, their various and sundry groups that are all very well organized to the extent that they have a World Jewish Congress. They have, what is it, they, every year they have a meeting of the heads of major Jewish organizations and they set out a, a Jewish agenda. You know, you, people who laugh at conspiracy theories ought to think about that. Does your race have an agenda? Does it have an annual Congress of, of white leaders setting out what is good for whites agenda for 2008? You know, have you ever heard of such a thing? Well, they do. Mm-hmm. So they know what they're doing. They're much better organized and better funded than we are. And they, they control the media. I mean, my God, I mean, look, when you look at these corporate conglomerates that they own, of course they have a lot of money. And uh, encourage people who don't. If you want to get good media, either read what we say, what we overt white nationalists say, or go directly to the, as we do, the the Jewish press, that is, Jews writing for Jews about subjects of interest to Jews, and you'll get true adult reporting that you will not get in the Jewish media for stupid, dirty goyim, which is your your one-sentence paragraphs in in, uh, USA Today. That's the dumbed-down version of what they want you to know, but you go to their internal publications, you'll get a lot of the uh, the inside story, and, and you'll get a much better understanding of what's actually going on since intellectual discourse pretty much globe-wide is Jews nattering and chattering amongst themselves. And uh, it's all about what what can they do to obtain ever greater leverage and power over you and the rest of us. And that's what you have to understand. You know what, Craig, I was actually trying to interest uh, Jew Nicholas Sticks in mm-hmm. in uh, You're in My Story of uh, uh, the Jewish domination of law schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we what lose that off the internet forum? Yeah, was it was lost in that good? one data. You know, we, we can do God it again, damn. though. It's all we out should there. do it we again. Do it we should do it again. But but this this was a story that uh, I think, honestly, Craig, this is a story that we could drive onto the uh, onto the national agenda as well. I think it, you're right. It, I really I do it, because it's so uh, it's so right. It's so egregious and it's it's so yeah. undeniable. Yeah, when when you right. know that lawyers are the are the power, like you said, everybody today wants to become either a lawyer or they don't really want to become engineers because that takes actual work. They want to become financial manipulators or, or have their own hedge fund or whatever or get into financial advising anything to avoid like honest work but you know, uh, Alex, j- j- just as you just talked about you asked the white people do you have a world organization think of this look, look at this flip this on its on, it, on its ear on its head how many years has this been known at least uh, anecdotally with people and i'll say a lot of jewish lawyers and how easy is it to look and see on the websites of these universities and find the top ten schools? It's easy as pie. You don't need mm-hmm. a Ph.D. And yet, nobody had done it, or if they did, they weren't going to talk about it. How, so how this we, is how far gone it. we are mentally as a people. Yeah, and what methodology did we follow, Craig? How do we go about compiling? <laughs> you, you found the list of the top ten schools. You, you okay. found the, yeah. the, the, the top list. I mean, it was it was an irrefutable you, list. It was done by it was a major a US study. U.S. News and World Report. It was one of those Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you said, yeah, which yeah, is, so, uh, what's his name? Uh, Morty Zuckerman, the billionaire. Were the ones but nonetheless. Were yeah. And I thought, well, this we is on the curious. top 10, which I think, I think was, let's say it was like Yale, uh, Bolt, yeah. which is Berkeley's law school, uh, Michigan, Harvard, Harvard, Yale, Bolt, Michigan, yeah. 
There's your phenomenal Pennsylvania. And, mm-hmm. I, and then I think I started to look. I thought, well, let me see how many of these deans are Jewish, you know, because Alex is always saying this. And, and you know, I know this. So generally, yeah. I, how many do I have to watch on Fox and CNN? Oh, like ABC? fucking all the, all the yeah, yeah. college deans in the Ivy League, except maybe one are Jews. Right yeah, now. so then That's I thought, the what the hell? And then I knew the anecdotal stories about, not only anecdotal, they they say it sometimes, like a Harvard, they'll, they'll just out and out say now it's what, I don't know, 35%, 30%, something like that, Jewish, mm-hmm. 20, I don't know, but it's just way out of whack. With quite, the, an yeah, right. quite an accusation. And so, Pat, uh, we knew that Pat Buchanan had written that you know, white Christians are basically a lower percentage at Harvard than Jews right. are. Yeah, he's like done a lot of that. So, yeah. so there's all kinds of anecdotal information you can find if you research on the web but we actually went out dug up the the, the top 10 dug up the pictures and the and the jewish orientation of their presidents and and made estimates of the jew and they were conservative estimates of the number of jews on the law school faculty at the top 10 and in most of them it's pretty damn there were hundreds to of half. them too i think pretty, pretty well, fucking close to half in most of them and uh, probably none of them was it lower than maybe about 30 percent to 40 percent i would say I, I doubt it was lower than a third in any of them, and and that's and not you counting see, the ones you who aren't Jews the, and whether they're married to Jews or whether they're coloreds or whatever. So the number of white normals is just very very low in in the in the uh, authority minting sector of our society. And do you remember? Do you remember the laughs we got from the, the, how they tout their CVs and their, their 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 resumes? What they'd done? I mean, they stretched back. Some of them had been down in. I think Alabama marching. I mean, they just it just ran the gamut. They, oh, you know, they're in labor in, law. You know, escape the holiday. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. helped end housing freedom. You know, by that's by. right. Well, that's not how they put it, but they help end housing. What they call what they call discrimination is usually just freedom. Feminist you're, law. You're freedom used the tendency of whites to use way, use their freedom in way their constitutional freedom in ways that Jews disapprove of uh, is is the whole reason they instituted the civil rights of tyranny in the first place. And it's not civil rights, it's coerced, <laughs> it's, it's, as always, the Jews present everything in terms of its opposite. So if they say it's a civil right, you know, it's, it's liberation, in fact, it's enslavement, and in fact, it's the ending of rights. So it's the abrogating of rights. You don't, you lose the right to decide who you rent to, which is a very real and substantial freedom, as anyone who owns rental property will tell you. If you're forced to rent to people, I mean, my God, what can't you be forced to do? And, and the, these Jews, yeah, they all had all these different associations. The minute you start tracking, they're all under what they call social justice, which, since yeah. the Jews saying it, it, it's injustice. The Jew talking justice is something that uh, is, it's is not only really injustice, but it's unchallengeable. If you if you try to, uh, as Vanessa Williams says, it's not just you know a good idea. It's not just the right thing to do. It's the law. It's, the, it's law. the law you have to let that nigger into your apartment complex to make noise and destroy it. You know? <laughs> that, that's Did I tell you that story of the guy, the, the guy that came to, to rent from my dad's apartment when I was watching him, Alex? And, no. Uh, so, so I was managing, the guy shows up, right? And uh, my mm-hmm. dad says, always, always ask him for a financial report. I said, okay, Dad. Because he said, they'll never come up with us. Okay, Dad. Said, that's how you get them out. So he just said, yeah, just give me your financial report. <laughs> what? What you talking about? Anyway, uh, this guy shows up. He's like six four, six five, and he's he's pretty young, you know, compared to me. He's like thirty four. I thought, man, I don't even want to go up here and show this guy. I don't even want to go in the room with him. But you know, you have to, or the feds will come down on you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I might get alone with him, and then decides might decide he wants to butt rape me or something. You know, you never know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take the fifty bucks in my pocket or five bucks, whatever it was at the moment, and butt rape me. 
strangle me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. so I go up there, and if you think that's bizarre, listen to this. I go up there, and he says, uh, yeah, he says, I got a job. I'm working there at the janitor at the wire rope. I said, oh, that's good. You know, I said, well, he didn't say janitor. I had to pull it out of him. Mm-hmm. So I said, that's great, man. I, couldn't, I, I, I wouldn't mind that kind of job. I bet it pays pretty good, but I'm, I know they're not going to hire me. I'm too old. They wouldn't hire me anyway. <laughs> you know, I, just, I, I grouse yeah. a little bit. So I said, well, what, what uh, you know, we're talking to him about his background, and he just volunteers almost as if, uh, you know, he, he'd done his time. I'm coming home, I've done my time, you know, that song. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to find out what's, what is and isn't mine, you know, the old song. So uh, he'd done 20 years, he tells me, 18 or 20, I've forgotten. I said, well, what did you do? Was it, uh, you know, I, I already knew what he did, but I said, I just played him. I said, what did you do? Was it like an armed robbery or something? He said, no, he's a murderer. I said, oh, fuck God. <laughs> this is Missouri. This is not far from where you live, Alex. And yeah, you know, the guy that's was great. Yeah. And they don't let him lift weights in China, you know. This guy was buff, man. He just looked like he, I said, man, why don't you go fucking... I think GM's hiring to do commercials, man. They <laughs> to go make commercials. Yeah. <laughs> this wow. is what America's paying you for. <laughs> Let me show you the pen. That's right. You're an ex-con murderer. In fact, they're getting buff. They're going to hire you right away. Crazy. That's yeah. Well, shifting our gaze to Canada, Tom Winnicka is back in the news. Uh, two of his persecutors, Kelly Johnson and David Lucio, were found dead in a murder-suicide. And here are some details from the story. Just before London police, rising female star and her ex-lover, a retired officer, were killed in a murder-suicide, she made a mysterious stop at the police station. Then, acting Inspector Kelly Johnson, the force's highest-ranking female officer, jumped into a waiting van. Minutes later, two gunshots were fired inside a van before it crashed into a brick wall six blocks away from the station. Outside Johnson's apartment building at 7 Picton Street. Stunned neighbors found Johnson, 40, dead, her face bloody, her 9mm Glock service pistol, which she wasn't authorized to have with her, on her lap. Beside her, the driver of the van. Beside her, the driver of the van and her ex-lover, retired superintendent David Lucio, 57, was slumped over with what witnesses called a bullet wound to the head. <laughs> with what they call. <laughs> it either it is or it isn't. What do you mean what they call? <laughs> Please, I'm a little for clamp here. <laughs> a little what? <laughs> I, clamp, journalism is funny, man. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, okay. It's all about euphemisms. <laughs> no, okay. that's from that Myers Saturday Night Live when he was playing that Jew or Linda Richmond or Linda Goodman or something, and Elfreklemt. He's like emotionally choked up. <laughs> Walk amongst yourselves. <laughs> now, now, what is what does Tomas Winicki say about this on VNNForum.com? dot com? The sexy really read it. What he said is it's too funny. I don't know. Aegis, well, you got that open? He's yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he says, uh, my pal, Randy Richmond, uh-huh. chimes in here. He talks about a different press article. I wonder why Randy Richmond was given the honors to write about their deaths. Could those two cops have been involved in hate and extremism? Why, yes, yes, yes. See what I have received from one of my Northern Alliance friends. Quote, Lucio was the head of detectives in charge of directing the hate squad to intimidate and harass 
the Northern Alliance back in 99. He spoke in a radio interview about us and made various slanderous remarks about the N.A. and community safety. Kelly Johnson was an evil bitch who administered the polygraph test that I took when I was under investigation for an alleged white supremacist plot to rob Brinks and give the money to Aryan nations in Idaho. She lied to me about the results about the test. I delight in the passing of these two ne'er-do-wells. Uh, and, so and if you open this PDF, yeah, if you open this PDF file, this, yeah, reread the letter or something. I'm sorry. Ah, they, they appear to have taken it down. It, it says it's unable to connect. Oh, uh, can edit, edit this out, Aegis, will you? I'm, I keep interrupting Alex. I don't. The mean point to. here is these these two are a couple of punks who are engaged in oppressing whites to serve their Jewish masters, and they they got into some kind of deal, and they they're both dead now, and there's nothing to cry about. That's my yeah. summary. I never heard. And of this Miss Johnson, she was an expert in domestic violence, and yet they know that she's the one that did all the popping. Uh, so she would, she would go around and teach about domestic violence. She was the expert. Couldn't get a government word. expert. No. She was trapped. She was psychologically trapped. That's right. He made her do it. Just like you remember Flip Wilson. What, what was that one? He said the devil made me do it. It wasn't the devil in this case. It was just the, the man. Mm-hmm. In Flip's no case, it was the devil. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Uh, what was it? Mary something or other that shot her husband in, in bed at night with a shotgun. Yeah. Mary Winkler, yeah. yeah that was As the, the Tennessee story that made it, made, it, made it nationwide. It had what it took. Bang, bang, bang. Things were going its Oops. way. So here's somebody that, that made her living... Uh, self-control around weapons and she couldn't control it could she only 40 years old that's pretty young couldn't control herself and also she couldn't control herself when she was in the service of the government harassing thomas winnicky well here's another here's a letter that uh douglas christie who's a famous free speech defending lawyer up there in canada wrote to the the now dead david lucio he says, Dear Sir, I have received as general counsel of the Canadian Free Speech League a letter dated November 1, 1999, which purports to be over your signature. I have to indicate that this raises serious concerns of civil liberties with which our organization is concerned. And uh, he says, uh, basically, the, the gist of this is the cops are harassing a political group in Canada because it's doing such things as holding weekly meetings and having straight pride parades to counter gay pride events. And he says... In light of the foregoing, the following questions naturally arise. Since when has the London Police Service, and this remember, this is London, Ontario, Canada, been capable of identifying people's beliefs, or, for that matter, since when has the London Police Service had the authority to assess and determine who holds, quote, extreme right-wing beliefs? A further serious infringement of the rights of freedom of assembly arises from the next sentence of your first paragraph, which is really quite intimidating. As an identified member of the North Alliance, Northern Alliance, presumably, we require you to attend London Police Headquarters, 601 Dundas Street, London, Ontario, on Sunday, November 21st, 1999, at 2 p.m. And that's page one of the letter. And page two, which I'm just now pulling up, uh, says... On the assumption that you, in fact, issued the letter with the above-quoted sentence, by what authority do you require anyone to attend a police station in Canada because you have ascertained that they hold extreme right-wing beliefs? 
What part of your mandate makes it your responsibility to, quote, inform and educate the community? By what criterion have you determined that the Northern Alliance is an extremist group? And why do you think they should have to justify their existence to you at a meeting called by you to allow you to express your point of view? You know, although hate laws exist in Canada, it has not yet been the right or duty of any police department to conduct political assessment of the opinions of otherwise law-abiding persons. It may be fashionable among certain left-wing circles to classify persons with right-wing views as being therefore, quote, extreme, or those opposed to the multicultural or homosexual agenda as therefore dangerous, but our organization has never heard of anything so flagrant and abusive as the letter dated November 1st, 1999. It is our intention to take this matter further if we do not receive a satisfactory explanation from you in respect to this matter. Our position is that your rights to uphold the law and investigate crime do not include categorization or intimidation of people for their political beliefs. We look forward to your reply. Yours truly, Douglas H. Christie. Well put. So the, the, the little fuckers are indoctrinated, and then they get all aggressive. Ooh, we're on the side of the power. We're the good guys. We're on the winning team, and we're team players. Let's go above and beyond the call of duty and be heroes. Let's stamp out hate and extremism. Wee! And this, this is the fruitiness of these, these white idiots who, who serve a Jewish system. And boy, they're happy to hop all over uh, white people who aren't going with the flow, even if the flow is literally killing off their own people, their own family members. Insane. Don't serve the Jews, white man. Then you become the guilty party. And you and the cops need to ask yourself, who is training you that this person is a hater or an extremist when this person is merely fighting a genocidal system? If you're taking money from a genocidal system, then what are you? What kind of a man are you? That's something that Sterling P. Owen IV needs to ask himself. In Toronto, which is not that far from London, they have uh, terrible problems right now with minority crime. And uh, if, if Mr. Lucio and his, and his uh, killing partner, Ms. Kelly Johnson, would have been concentrating maybe more on uh, solving rampant, violent minority crime, uh, maybe they wouldn't have had to blow hey, their brains out and murder each other. This guy called Chain has a great post here. He's like, God damn, that's a great story, Tomas. Johnson shot him, and she was a noted leader in teaching against domestic violence. Ha, ha, ha. Should have taken her estrogen and Valium. It's a great story. I really like it. Fought police gone wild. <laughs> well, your memories of them are that much richer now. <laughs> we'll go fire this one later today when we record. Keep us posted. Maybe pod, the pod blank uh, vid, vid makers will tackle this one. Pre-crime Canada blows a fuse. LMAO, laughing my ass off. That's pretty. That's a good post. And Tomas is one of our heroes. He's done. Uh, he, he's a Poli- Canadian of Polish descent who stands up for free speech, and who did nine months in jail as, as part of a uh, uh, the attempt of the, of the punks led by Dick Warmer to uh, to bring him down just for speaking the truth about crime in Canada on VNNForum.com. America came back and posted more. Number one free speech leader, vnnforum.com. <laughs> and and you, you, you too are perfectly free to join there and make your comments, even if you're a kike or a nigger or just a, I, I t- a person, because we can win all battles. We don't have to send out thugs to pounce on you and beat you up. You know, that for, precise letter you just read by that Canadian, I don't see many Americans producing that beautiful of a document. That's really something. It's a good thing. I mean, again, the cops will generally try to expand their power over time as any bureaucracy will and they will try to uh, prevent crimes from before they happen even if those crimes are imaginary or the 
people that they think are going to commit them are actually the good guys. So they'll tend to make things better and safer and more lucrative for themselves. And if, if good, solid citizens don't push back, how are they going to know when they's in the wrong? Right? And they went too far, and that's why we did what we did in, in Knoxville. We showed them that, no, you, you don't control where people can speak from. At least that's the issue to be decided by the court. So. Yeah. Well, we're more or less through the topic. Oh, wait, wait, excuse me. Wait, I have one more bonus topic, if I may. What about our, our government uh, grantee out there in uh, Los Angeles? That's such a great story. Uh, but you have to become a felon first to participate. Can we cover that one? I know we've gone on long. I love that story, though. Yeah, the L.A. Weekly News, this one yeah. did... And this is the question. Did City Hall fund a gun runner? <laughs> Did uh, federal, alcohol, tobacco, a, and firearms? That sounds like another appeared to be a hole in the brain. Appeared to be shot in the head. <laughs> what witnesses are calling? Yeah, is he a gun runner? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the agents, but they knocked first, then entered the downy home of purported anti-gang activist Hector more queen hey, on the Wednesday. The weasel. And his son was a little weasel. <laughs> Arresting him for selling silencers and weapons, including three assault rifles uh-huh. and a machine gun, to an undercover ATF agent. The gun sales, some of which Marquis, the founder of the gang intervention group No Guns, transacted at his bar in the city of Kudhadi, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Cudahy. Cudahy, yeah. Cudahy. Were captured on videotape and audio tapes that police officers presented at his arrest. Uh, yeah. He, he, he collected $1,500,000 over the years. And this series of photos, which you just were laughing about, they said how the queer Jews at the LA Weekly don't want us to see these photos. Well, uh, they were linked to, Drudge actually linked to him, but they weren't up long, and I snagged him. But uh, this guy is out there with all these, you know, all these uh, intricate hand signals. You know, to people who aren't into this, it looks very, very funny. You know, it's kind of like they're a comedian. You know, they're holding up the hand like, it kind of looks like signing, but... Signifying. 18th Street. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 18th Street gang. He was a member all these years. So all these photographs of him were floating all over the city of him at various events. And there he is with the no-gun sticker on his SUV on the spare tire and everything. And, he, and he's holding up all these gang symbols. And this uh, city, Cudahy, we made a, we covered that, you guys may remember. And Cudahy's, uh, this is where he, this guy had a bar, not even licensed, no liquor license. Now imagine anywhere in the Western world, where can you go up? Tell me, because I'd like to do it. Where can you go and set up yeah. a bar with no liquor license? Well, how about well, he's a Mexico, maybe? He but breaks. Not the yeah, U.S. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, this was right in L.A., and, and on this bar he had all these pictures of uh, the, some of the biggest dope runners in all history. And the mayor of the town, Cudahy, he goes in there a lot. And this Cudahy, apparently, w- w- all these uh, uh, gun smugglers and everything, when they cross the Mexican borders, they head straight for Cudahy. And it's uh, a, 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 a kind of like an industrial suburb of L.A., kind of like before you go into a major New Jersey city. You know, you pass through all this industrial area, but it's more light industrial, I'm sure, in L.A. Mm-hmm. And this is what it is. And this is what's coming to all your places in the United States. And this is what the Jewish government gave you. And... Uh, it's reality. It's real. So um, imagine this guy, how he was laughing at us all. He, here are these stupid white people. Not only 
they're going to let him be a, a criminal, let him run uh, guns and drugs and murder. There are a number of murders unsolved associated with this guy, by the way, while he was getting this money from the government. And, and, and meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, and learning. And I mean, the guy was probably doing TV spots. You know, this is so and so. I used to be a bad guy. And, uh, you know what? I, I turned myself gang. around. You can too. You know? And, 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 yeah. And he was called in to. Uh, he was called in to negotiate, you know, in these major uh, street involvements, and you know, it's yeah. like the, like what was that in the old movies in the '30s where the boys' town, the father had come up there. It's me, Father O'Hannon, or whatever, you know. Yes, maker. <laughs> yeah, he'd be yelling. A diplomat. It's just anti-reality, you guys. It's more anti-reality, and yet it's so far gone that. Uh, Worth one point five million from Los Angeles City. These, yeah, you're right. They just can't believe how dumb we we stupid white suckers are. Yeah, I mean, they're they're. If you give them any money, they're going to take it, and they'll tell you what you want to hear, yeah. and do their own thing. Muchas gracias. And they'll they'll think that you're a fucking idiot, and we are idiots. We are. Yes, uh, at least those of us who allow that to go on, which is a great majority. Mm-hmm. It's been confirmed. How long are we going to play make believe with these clowns? And Barnum and Bailey Steen put the tent over the circus. Howard Berman down there in California, and who's that other one? Who's the uh, Tom Lantos, the Euro Jew in the United States Congress? He's out of California, isn't he? Lantos, yeah, Lantos is too. And Berman, they they oh. both support the Mexican invasion big time. So this is the kind of thing that your Jewish congressional representatives in the state of California uh, suborn. So enjoy. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yeah, well, it sounds so Californian. It's just like, you know, Californians paying yeah. off these gangbangers to do something nonviolent. And this is what... Well, well, yeah, well, well we the, the Hispanics. The cheap way out. We, we got a triple play, guys. Think about it. We've got, we've got whites being intimidated into paying off Mexicans. In this story, we've got uh, Obama uh, threatening whites that if you don't pay up, uh, niggers are going to riot. In the other story, and then we've got the... Uh, World Congress Jews uh, who shook down Switzerland. If you don't pay up, we're gonna we're gonna attack you. Although it may not be physically in that case, we'll, we'll destroy your reputation of your banks. We'll bankrupt you. We got Alan Dershowitz trying to do the same thing over in England. So it's physically. We have a steady diet of this every day of the week, too. By the way, yeah, this is that. how they're getting over on us. They're physically intimidating us and using their press to uh, to cover this up or to present things in their own terms. But that's what it comes down to. Are we going to be live in physical fear? Of the niggers, the Mexicans, and the Jews, or are we going to live uh, as men, take control and live our own way, so that our own people are safe? That's what it comes down to. Not how many footnotes we have proving that our IQs are higher. What, what's our what's our fucking uh, BQ, our balls quotient? Is that higher? I think we're like the fucking uh, seventy IQ, seventy BQ compared to the niggers who have hundred BQ right now. Is what it appears to me. So the, the, this guy Marakun, the, uh, the big weasel, the little weasel, Alex, they, they found he had a daughter, and they found the daughter's boyfriend with his genitals burned off, and he was dead. I forget how they offed him, but mm-hmm. his genitals were burned off. And they, they put extra gas on there, so they made the point. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. physical terror works. Yeah, there you go. Right, but we're back to Shannon Christian now. Gas on the genitals yep. and and. and uh, that's the only thing these, these, these uh, muds understand, and, these, and Jews are part of the muds. The only thing they understand is physical coercion. You know, fairness, justice, these are abstract concepts that appeal to uh, the whites. 
who, who conjure them up and who falsely imagine that other races think the way we do. Well, they don't. They and it's our, term, current, uh, it's our current advantage. attorney general that, that dreamed up, the, wrote big portions of the Patriot Act and, and got uh, the United States involved in torture. And that's the is current that Lung, attorney general. Long Duck Dong, or is that that Hernandez guy? Uh, not Hernandez. What's his name? Uh, Gonzalez, whatever the fuck. Some yeah, little yeah, Gonzalez. Yeah, the little four foot eight guy. Yeah, who, who who can't do his job, doesn't know what's going on in the department. That that's the same guy. So this is the t- Mr. Torture. Now he's got the whole United States on the same uh, wavelength, and white people forget all of our uh, traditions. But the traditions yeah. we should adopt now are uh, revolutionary. The old traditions of dealing with scum like scum. Mm-hmm. And TV and, continually uh, presents whites as being physically intimidated by niggers, and it's just another way to cow us. But the reality, in the olden days, we, we got our continent by fighting. We, we drove off the Indian scum that 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 uh, sparsely inhabited the planet, and we drove out the scummy Mexicans, and uh, we used the blacks as slaves. We were never afraid of them. Everything you see on TV is a lie. Whites were the toughest people pretty much in the history of the world. And, and their genius, along with their toughness, allowed them to conquer and to civilize most of it. And now it's reverting. Uh, TV is the one tool that was, uh, you know, no one knew it was going to be created, but it was. And, and politics has been redrawn in, in, in its nasty purple light. And they use it to brainwash us and condition us into accepting our own genocide as a good thing. Well, turn the TV off. Hit it with a bat. Yeah, for all the, all, for all the posturing of these Mexican mafia panty waves, <laughs> a guy like Cortez and a couple hundred Spaniards put that whole country. Cortez was a yeah. regional gangster. The España, see, sí. yeah, yeah, it didn't take very much to conquer uh, the 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 Mayans, Incans, and the and the uh, Aztecs. Couple hundred white guys on horses, got my else. And uh, you know, you know, we think of Spanish as a scum language of Spanish. No, Spanish is a European language, right? They're yes. still speaking the white man's language. English is a white man's language. Spanish is every bit as much a white man's language as English is. No uh, as much as, speaking, uh, as, much as we can notice all this, the fact is, is they're they're going to racially overrun us if we don't uh, say we're entitled to our own lands and our own people's company. And uh, yeah, you're not going to resist them as people who are upholding individual rights. Your individual rights make sense once you have a white a white basis. Without that white basis, you're just spitting in the wind. I mean, they they, they are essentially a group people. And I've been to South Padre many times, and I, and not in the in the white resorts. Where you know people can pay a couple hundred a night, but but in the, just the public beaches, which are ninety five percent Mexican, I mean, you just see them. I mean, they're, they are they are a race of people. They are separate and different from our race. They're not like us. They're not as attractive or as intelligent as we are. They're just little brown we, weedy type people. And you can't take them one at a time. I mean, it makes no more sense than taking bumblebees one at a time. They're more or less the same fucking thing. They're not really individuated like we are. No, I'm looking for the good bumblebee. Hey, not every bumblebee will sting you. Well, most of them will. You know, I mean, it's insane. I mean, we are a different kind of people, and we've been living too long in the suburbs to uh, to remember that, apparently. But you know what? That white middle class lifestyle is fading away fairly rapidly. 
I mean, remember, it doesn't seem rapid. It seems like day-to-day things are kind of the same, but pretty uh, in a historical point of view, the view of centuries and millennia, it's happening pretty rapidly. It's dwindling. The, the type of jobs that supported that class are disappearing, and so will the mentality. These people have to fight for every little scrap that they can get because there's not very many good jobs out there, and the good jobs that are out there are awarded on a political basis. Hence, uh, I don't have a syndicated political column. We don't have a syndicated Goyfire talk show, but something like Leonard Pitts does have a syndicated column and, and does have his own talk show, or at least appears on them. But we are at and, least at the point to where we're fighting back against uh, in our own interests. Thank we God may not get internet. paid for it. Yeah. The, in, the Internet allows us to understand what's going on. And once we push as one, what we've seen in Knoxville is we can get results. We don't have the results we seek. We don't have a hundredth of the results we seek, but we've put our store in the national agenda. We've got them talking about what we're saying. We're still not you know, saying this will the be right written thing. in history. Alex, this will be in white history 50 years from now. There's no doubt. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know what? And I've even used this in one of the area and alternatives. It's just like our cause is just like the guy who is seeking explorers for his journey to what was it, the South Pole. I mean, there's there's nothing but hardship, toil, sweat, tears, and, and you know, maybe there's a little bit of a chance for glory if you absolutely have to have something, some reward above and beyond saving your own kind and preserving your own your own ways of living. And and this is it. This is the cause of our times. And you can have as much of that, that pie as you choose to eat. And sometimes that pie may taste like asphalt, but you know what? If it was if it was free and easy, then it wouldn't be worth having. We have to rewin our freedom, and, and that's what we're doing here at Goyfire. That's what we've dedicated our lives to. We're going to have our free white nation, where we live as as we, under our rules, with our people running the show, and our agenda being served. And we're not going to serve the agenda of the coloreds, the Mexicans, the black scum, or the Jews. And we get more good men every day joining us, and we want you listening to uh, be one of them. You know that we're right. Compare what we say to what the conservatives say. They're just liberals by another name. Compare what we say to what the liberals say. They're insane. Compare what we say to what the Jews say. I mean, what do they have to offer you except, you know, give money to Israel involuntarily and get your kid killed fighting for Israel? They have nothing. We have everything. But it's not an impossible dream. It's happening. Oh, hell no. It's, it's, not it's happening by, at all. is the word increases by, by, by small increments. They're, they're, they're so unnoticeable, maybe by most of us. Craig, the, the mere threat of a, a 30 man rally got national coverage for probably sure. the worst crime in the history of Tennessee, as, as Hal Turner said. If 30 people can do that, what could 300 people do? What could 300 people do if they were fucking organized? We didn't even have any organization at our rally. We just had a couple guys who talk on the radio and talk on the, talk on the internet uh, show up and agree to talk. 30 people, they <laughs> practically fucking shit themselves. They gotta have 300 cops to control us. They gotta beat me down, essentially. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they gotta, uh, they, they gotta lie about it in the media. They gotta, they gotta come up with excuses for why they're not talking. Hey, fuck them. We drive the agenda. Our agenda is what matters. We're not giving in to the fucking Jews. We don't like the Jews. We're not afraid of the terms and the names they call us. We're right. going our huh? way, and no Jew is going to get in our way and stop us. And the yeah. more of Cultural you there conflict. are to understand this and join us, the easier it will be. And the more fun <laughs> it will be. Fuck it, fun. We don't want our kids being killed and raped. We don't want the media lying about it. We don't want the Jewish social workers creating this and then blaming us. You know, <laughs> 
Nice solution. You, you blame us for all kinds of historical guilt. No one ever thanks us for what we did for all the colored races and the kikes. They didn't invent any of this stuff. Did we all benefit? It was all white men who did it. White men gave us a computer. White men gave us a TV. White men gave us the air conditioning. They gave us the flonies. They gave us electric lights. They gave us movies. What did the Jews do except pervert technologies, just like they perverted everything else? We even had our own social engineering technology. We had our constitution. We had our ways of living and our democratic, republican uh, ways of, of organizing ourselves politically. They fucked that up, too. Is there anything Jews haven't fucked up? You know, I can't, it would be very hard to think of something. Well, you know what, Jews, we don't need you. Nor do we need your colors that you sent to attack us. You're flying monkeys, you, you wicked witch of the uh, Middle East. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> we, we don't need you. We're going our own way. Y'all go and do what, whatever you're going to do, but get the fuck out of here. You know? Just go. Just get out. We don't need you. We don't want you. You're nothing but poison. Fuck off. And the more you white men who join with us, the easier it will be. And we will come to dominate the scene. People will see that we're right, and we will win. And that's about what I have to say today. We got any other stories left? or I don't know. This, I think you did add? the best. Yeah, I want to say this is the best goy ever. I'm glad what happened to you. Uh, well, for, for, for that, for, for at least for that, in that limited capacity, I'm glad that that happened to you. Well, and it, I say that because some things have happened to me close to that, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't say as some, a by. Mm-hmm. Sometimes stuff is uh, has to be undergone, and if <laughs> nothing would have happened if they'd simply allowed me to speak, I don't think there would have been any violence. There certainly wouldn't have been. You no, know, I, I could sense it. I could me. sense. You know, so the question they becomes, were, what are they afraid of? If they're afraid of me speaking the truth, which is my constitutional right, then there's something fundamentally wrong. With Alex, that, that, that whole event inspired. There are guys at Stormfront coming out just hugely for you. And, and you know that uh, it was so inspiring on so many levels. And, and many, many people read about it, saw it, even in Knoxville, who don't talk about it. You know, they the average white working guys. Yeah, well, let me tell you, we're we're right. And and we have to believe that we're right. This is The challenge that we face is... is partly physical and material, but in large measure, it's just, it's moral. Are, are, are we cow? Do we accept that we are the guilty people? What, what are we guilty of? We bought some, some slaves from the Jews, and, and we gave them room and board and, and asked them to work a little bit. But, but by the same token, they got to live with, with the, they got into the human big leagues. For the first time in their lives, they weren't being eaten by other, uh, other slaves. And, and because there were, you know, a few thousand of them lynched over 150 years. We're supposed to cower and, and curl our balls up and just go away. Fuck them. You know, the, the, it's a nasty, rotten, systemic problem that we face. And, and if you're going to be easily cowed and made to feel guilty, well, you're not going to be among the strain of whites that survives. I don't have that guilt. Sometimes I feel guilty if I did something wrong or bad, but I don't feel guilty because someone else says I should feel guilty or because... Uh, they tell me lies about my own people. I don't believe it. Fuck you. I don't feel guilty. The Jews are the ones who are guilty. The Jews don't feel guilt. They're generally they're incapable of feeling any kind of guilt or shame. They just attack, 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 blame, blame, blame others. That's why they win, because they always are pushing at the other. Well, we push back. We're the whites who push back. Maybe it's some genetic aberration in us. But that's going to be the strain of whites that survive. Whites who are not afraid, who are not intimidated, who do not accept guilt. 
and I, that's me. I mean, to a T. Like, and it's like if the it's you, boxes, or even huh? if you can intellectually <laughs> reach the same conclusion through us persuading you, come on and join us. We're not fucking guilty, and we're not going to be genocided by the damn Jews. It's that simple. It's that simple. And right now we're speaking, and we're acting, and we're showing people what we think. And if you're going to smash us down, you're not going to allow us to freely pr- take our freedom. Then we will take it by force. We will. And that's no specific challenge to any person or any place or anything. I'm just telling you, that's what's going to happen. We are not going to be reduced to a blended out of existence race because it's convenient for Jews. No, we are going to make our own destiny. We're going to determine our own future by any means necessary. As that guy, that, that nigger said, violence is as all-American as a, as a apple pie. <laughs> well... For a long time now, the violence has been one way. It's been Jew loosed nigger on white. But you know what, Jews? There's another way that that violence can work, and you're getting pretty close to it. And you know what? I don't think you people can handle another front. You already proved you're a bunch of weak asses in Lebanon. You've got people, you know, I understand that the the American forces called Jews by the locals control what? About a third of one city in Iraq? They can't control them. They know that you're no good. Well, the same thing is about to come to America. Your little tyranny exists and is powerful, and it can break people down, but more and more white people are understanding what's going on. They're understanding that conservatism is ineffectuality. You know, and and their moral, those moralizings and their tut-tuttings, who are they? What do they represent? They don't believe their own bullshit. The Catholics and, and the conservative Christian, the Zionist Christian, the Judaized Christians, they don't believe their own bullshit. We do. We mean what we're saying. We are the real opposition to the Jewish tyranny. More and more people are coming to understand that. And that's part of what my actions in Knoxville were meant to represent. I'm an American. I don't have a criminal record. The cops have to justify what they do to me. I'm going here. Here I will stand. Here I will speak. And that is the tradition, not only of my own revolutionary forebears, that's the tradition of John Peter Zenger, speaking the truth of power in New York in revolutionary times. It's also the tradition of, of uh, Martin Luther, you know, nailing the theses to the door, saying, this is what I believe, you know, your institution's corrupt, and I'm going to write it out, I'm going to pin it in your door, and that's how it is. I and was surprised to find that... You know, I was surprised, Alex, to find out you didn't have a criminal record. I thought you must have at least two or three felonies the way they write and talk about you. <sighs> you know, they didn't see fit to me- mention that the police manhandled me, nor did they mention that that uh, uh, I don't have a criminal record. Right. So you know, they don't want to they don't want to tell you any of the truth about the people involved. They just want to make you seem like a dangerous extremist. And what did they run back here in Kirksville? They ran. Uh, I talked to the, the local guy, Greg O'Rear, who I make fun of. And they ran, you know, local man arrested. I'm arrested. So, of course, all the all the grandmas who are the, the main people who inhabit Kirksville, well, the, the, all they know is that, you know, authority is authority. If someone's arrested, he's they probably had a good reason to arrest him. Mm-hmm. And, and they rely upon the people in their native simplicity believing that the authorities are on their side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, 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 that, there's a good reason for our kids to watch MTV, too, rap. Yeah, that's right. Sure. It's all a good reason. And and they, they abuse the people, and they, they mislead them. They seduce them. They, they work their natural instincts among uh, against them. And that's where a loyal, racially loyal elite has to come in, and and it has to form. It has to reform. It's been decapitated. That's what we're doing, whether literally at Katyn in, in Poland 
or here where they've simply they've decapitated us by only allowing their own kind into, say, the advanced law schools, as Craig and I have documented. Well, we have to be the elite. We who are not afraid, we who are pure of heart, more or less, within, within you know, <laughs> reasonable limits. Uh, we who are just straight, normal white men have to form a new elite and say, we are contesting for power in this country. We're tired of the Jews at the World Congress who think they're going to shake down everybody and blame the rest of us. Call, call themselves persecuted while they're raking in billions of dollars. And the same thing is happening in Germany, by the way, and a lot of us are descended from Germans and Irish, and so. I saw and the same thing is happening in the UK. So these are our people all over the world. This is, we're, we're Thanks doing to it. Alex on the forum for posting a lot of pictures of the Germans and their beautiful organization of their rallies over there, which put ours to shame, our modest efforts to shame. But we can grow better, and, and over there they have they've have thousands and hundreds of thousands of people at different points. Well, hundreds or thousands of people at different points in Germany assembling kind of flash mob with beautifully produced banners and standards and and, uh, and and dress the same and really making their point and brushing aside the cops who got in their way. Well, we take we take heart and we take example from their courage and, and their way of fighting back under a, a laws that are even more restrictive than ours are. It's a global phenomenon. People are waking up thanks to the Internet. Hey, there's a hostile force controlling the television that's controlling the people and controlling our geography even get rid of the tyranny get rid of the tyranny live as free white men that's the promise and that's a lot better than football or anything else out there we can live as free as our own kind in a civilized sane nation where there is no hip-hop there are no niggers held up as cultural idols there are no jews who are perverting our foreign and domestic policies and legitimating sicknesses like homosexuality telling our kids it's a good thing that, that, that can all be done away with all we have to do is take away power from the jew and that means knowing who we are who are we we're whites it's our race that built this world this world that the jews found so desirable they flocked over here from russia to steal it from us it's ours ours we can take it back and you need to join us. I don't know what form that is. Maybe it's providing money so we can do some of this activism, or maybe it's joining us in producing more media. I, I don't know. But look, the story of VNN has been a continual expansion and of VNN people joining VNN Forum in great numbers and those people having more kids than they would otherwise. And it's, it's wonderful. We are the source of life and growth and expansion and hope and all the good things. And they are the source of negativity and lies and cover-ups and physical assaults and, and loaded epithets being smeared over everybody. We are the good guys. I mean, that really does sum it up. We are the good guys. And we'll continue to be the good yeah. guys. How about uh, murder, imprisonment, and taxation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to name a few of their deeds on the other side. But, yeah, that sounds like a closing statement. Jane, uh, any closing no. It was a great pleasure to listen to Alex and, and listen to your moderation and uh, your uh, your uh, usual humor. I'm, I'm really glad that we're able to do this. All thanks to Aegis for creating uh, Goyfire, the concept, yeah. and now uh, yeah. Aegis and Craig, uh, with full support from uh, VNN, uh, we, we've got our own YouTube, essentially. Why don't, you, why don't you go on a little about that? It's called Pod Blanc. It's a, sort of a video outlet for all the YouTube makers who were getting censored from YouTube uh, for being white nationalists or exposing the crimes that we talk about on Goyfire. Uh, they were getting censored by the 
by the hundreds. I, I chain this. I, I believe you've even been censored. Oh yeah, not even. Yeah, you know, heck, I, it took me a lot longer to get booted off than some of these guys. Panzerfaust and Heimdall, who used to be Eat Your Gun Cop. I like that name. And uh, uh, Angst and Masher and uh, let me see. I don't want to miss anybody. Mark and Cali and uh, Jim in Colorado and. Uh, Help me here. I don't want to miss any misnaming anybody because why? This is the way we reach people: the sound and light show, and it's brief, it's quick, it's chosen by the viewer, and they can they can absorb a lot of them. You know, you can watch if, uh, how many four-minute movies you can watch, eight of them, and no commercials. Boom, you're done, and uh, it's it's really fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so the so the site is Pod Blanc. It's uh, actually a French word meaning white. So it's Pod Blanc, B L A N C dot com. Pod P O D B L A N C dot com. So, yeah, it's it's a video site out there uh, complementing VNN's literary side of things. But yeah, we hope to expand that. And you guys remember, for a lot of you people don't know this, but uh, Google is owned by two billionaire Jews. Uh, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, and uh, the latter was the son of a mathematician. He had very good genes because the Jews practiced eugenics genes in the sense of having some smarts, and they developed this algorithm. They bought YouTube, uh, I guess, just today or the past few days, Aegis, wasn't it? You said that uh, eBay bought StumbleUpon, and StumbleUpon is another major video site. They have, I think, 2,400,000 viewers. And they paid for that, uh, the sum of $75 million. And YouTube was sold to the two Jews, Sergey Brin and Larry Page, for the sum of $1.65 billion. Now, I mention these dollar amounts because we can create a major white media if we get worldwide participation participation by white people. Mm -hmm. And we can do citizen reporting. And uh, one other number, uh, there's a site called techcrunch.com. And... Uh, they figure that if YouTube right now were to put three-second commercials on every one of their videos as a mandatory you know, preview, uh, that they would generate $100 million a year. Now, I don't know how many total videos YouTube has, but they get 65,000 uploads per day. And uh, I first thought that was a huge number, but when you think that there are 300 million people just in the United States alone and YouTube is used worldwide, you can see why newspapers and... Uh, uh, even movies uh, and, uh, part of being television, are going down while the Internet and gaming go up. But uh, with those kind of numbers, and, and if, you, if we can reach a point and if we can reach emotionally enough uh, powerful white men who have great sums of money or even a number, a huge number of whites who do not have a great sum but are ideologically and emotionally motivated to help, we can... We can catch up in media very quickly with video. Mm -hmm. uh, my YouTube bits, they always they're going to tend to censor us. So uh, sure, they're, they're locking in a niche for Pod Blanc, and it's not a it's not a, a niche implies small. It's not small at all. They want to lock all kinds of stuff out as hate and get rid of people's accounts when they find that they're they're politically incorrect. MySpace does it too. Another another thing. Uh, yeah, but you know, Alex, they they leave on YouTube up this Khalid who is uh, talking about kill Whitey, dig him up, kill him again, shoot him in the grave. If that doesn't hell, kill him, that fucker was on C-SPAN, wasn't he? Yeah, well, I mean, he's continually on YouTube, and the same as that professor with the long dreads that says the whites must be eliminated from the planet. They never kick them off. 
So uh, uh, it, the, there are a lot of multicult there, and then in that um, Mountain View or wherever uh, they are there, Palo Alto, I don't know. But mm-hmm. right in the front. Oh, wow. I just Look. saw here on VNN Forum, Mary Winkler gets 210 days plus probation for killing her husband. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. So, so that's like, you know, I, I'm on the hook. I'm exposed for three years and 30 days for four misdemeanors. Three Class three A's years. for e- oh, each bearing a year, year, ultimate year in prison penalty plus a 30 days for one Class C. She gets, she gets uh, t- uh, <laughs> barely half a year in jail for shooting her husband dead while he's sleeping in bed. In cold, in cold blood, cold blood and murder. I mean, what what a what a nation, what a nation. Is she gonna get time served? I wonder. She's been in that long already, almost. I would say. Don't know. That's the first time I've seen I've seen that they reached a uh, sentence for her. Wow. Maybe we'll have to make some videos about her. You guys, uh, all, all you people listen, I, I wanted to say that I joined, I didn't know how to even do this little thing. It's no big deal. Everybody can do this little movies. And and if you make them about these kind of stories, just like this Mary Winkler, and, and if you're incensed about it, you make a little story, use some stills, cop some video, we can show you how to do it uh, with a screensaver thing, a little screen. All you do is just click it and records it. And uh, I joined like May, pardon me, March 12th, I think. And in two months, I got 270,000 views. So we can do this with our own media. And we can draw our own people. Why? Because they see things, as Alex has been saying all through this Goy fire, exactly as we do. They're just too cowed and, 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 and uh, beaten. They have to have their down. imaginations inspired by the idea that they can win, that there is a, yeah. is a different way. And a lot we're of doing that inspiration. It's this lack of insp- imagination to see that things could be different. Yeah, we showed that. that there is an opposition. So this is an hierarchy coming exists. from the bottom up, and you know corporations even try to do this. Like a, a good airline, they'll ask for very seriously, and they'll listen to the, what, what, what the customers saying. Well, our base, our leaders do not listen, but we we'll, we don't need them. We can just make the the media and the power come from the base up. Don't and, don't uh, turn into a bitter mouthed old woman by a perpetual whining about double standards and unfairness. Because the world isn't, it doesn't run on what's fair or, or any of that. It, it runs on power. And you, you'll get the power and you'll feel the confidence when you just do your own thing. And whoever doesn't like it, fuck them. You make your own video, you put it up. Don't worry that they're, they're never going to be fair. They have the power. If they want to be fair, they would be fair. Appealing to them to be fair. They may not even experience fairness the way you, you think of it. And anyway, their power comes from not being fair. So do your own thing. Go around them. Don't be don't be held up by that. You'll become a bitchy conservative, you know, who's who spends his whole life whining that the liberal media are biased and they're not being fair to us. Well, go around them. To the extent you deal with them, just shit on them. Um, I have no respect like for that. any. You're, you're a bunch of fucking scum. You need to you need to write a little primer on that or some essays if I may request that, Alex. That would be really oh, I good. Said, I said that directly to the the, the, the fuck nuts who interviewed me. I said, you know, you fucking scum won't talk about this stuff. You won't place the crime in contact. You cover it up. Of course, they use none of that. I'm sure. No, no. no but you know, I, I verbally shit on them. That's what they deserve. They get what they deserve. I try to give people what I think they deserve. If they deserve praise, I give them praise. That's, that's that little Chinese girl. Where you can go to school, where you can take a postgraduate course over there and learn how to be as smart as she is and as fair and as equalitarian and everything. What school do you yeah, go well, to? You know, Shanghai, or Beijing. Yeah, exactly. Be- Beijing times is higher. <laughs> yeah, I you ride your bicycle to school. <laughs> I get a job as you know, a street reporter for Kung Pao News over in uh, Zhangshua. 
you know, right. and go and interview Chinese people. I mean, what the fuck? Oh, they're gonna love to see you walk through the door. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is a big country. <laughs> That's right. You're welcome. They love Land of free, teeming with feral cats. Very tasty after you tenderize. That's why we're better, and that's why she had to come here. Very efficient, our press. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Very, very efficient. The press and the politicians are one in the same system. And there's one way to look at them, and that is down. They're scum. Scum! So, don't suck up to them. Don't fear them. Know that they it's not about you. It's utterly impersonal. They're going to smear and degrade and try to destroy your reputation in the eyes of, of their viewers. So try to use... It's a game. Use them as best you can for your agenda. Try to prevent them from using you to further theirs. And beyond that, don't worry about it. Just make your own media and go away. That's the, that's the whole point of the Internet, man. That's why people are leaving TV. And I think that's just groovy. And they'll try the same thing in the net. They're going to have all these consolidations that Craig was talking about until they get into two or three or four or five firms, just like they have in the rest of the media. And they're all controlled or owned by Jews. And they filter out anything they want, decide they don't like as hate. Go around them. Go around them. Do our own. Do our own. We have the content people want. They can get the, the liberal doctrinaire totalitarian shit on TV or from any other media source, but we have something better and different. Alex, you know, on, in Shannon perfect. Christian, uh, I looked on Free Republic constantly, and I think mm-hmm. uh, roughly, and I think lately there might have been one um, that, that surpassed something like 58, 86 uh, posts, something like that. You know, as mm-hmm. fervent as they are about everything uh, under the sun, you name it, uh, when it comes to this horrific crime, these neocons mm-hmm. at Free Republic, they can hardly, you know, work up a sweat about it. So oh, I think they've... They've that site has been known to be a, a neocon co-opted for God at least five years now, probably more. Well, like a, lo- a lot of people still under the illusion that that, that, that they're not. I mean, uh, there are there are conservative Americans oh, yeah, there, but idiot idiot patriotards who don't understand what's going on. There, there's dupes in any system. They're the most loyal supporters. They're dogged. I mean, there's still people who believe what Bush says. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're diehards. They're not going to be persuaded or brought over by evidence. And the fact that they're stupid lemmings doesn't make them one whit less dangerous. Well, I don't think they're conservatives either in the technical sense. Dogs are stupid too, but they can kill you. You know? If you have a trained dog set loose and you can kill you. And and so we have to be aware of the the physical threat they pose while uh, giving them every opportunity to wake up and come over to our side among the minority that has the genetic capacity to eventually, over time, comprehend that it is being lied to and understand why that is and, 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 and reform its mind. So it's a dual strategy. We develop our own and we fight, fight the liberals and try to uh, use their system, use the Jew-controlled media to our advantage to the extent we can and just keep going. Keep good, keep happy, keep positive spirit keep developing new media like we have been consistently since we started bring in more good men as we have been consistently since we started and 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 let the gods decide the outcome but but move our fingers as fast as we can to uh make sure that they have every reason to come down on our side 
since they seem to stand by when a lot of horror is perpetrated. <laughs> Let's not assume that ultimately it isn't us that determine the outcome. That's what I think. Or that the horror will not get worse. Because it will get worse, and it's measurable and predictable. All you have to do is look at South Africa. It's a simple matter of demographics. Look at Zimbabwe. Look at South Africa, as we never get tired of saying. Look at what happened in Haiti 200 years ago when they took over from the white slave owners. What did they do? They killed all the whites off. Angry mulattoes led the stupid Africanized niggers, and they, they killed off the whites, turned the richest country in North America into the poorest. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't try to kill you. Like, like Jane, you were they didn't try to kill you, Alex. They just put a chokehold on you. And that's true. Threw you down here. Yeah. Threw down in your I mean, heart. That's, that's at this point, whites that do not respond are signing the death warrants of their future children. You know, why should we be subject to a daily death lottery that is living amongst blacks, Jews, tell us our equals against all statistical and historical evidence. I don't like being forced to play, you know, a daily lottery where you can't win, you can only lose by Jews who laugh at us and insult us and tell us we're crazy when we when we point out what's going on and and resist it. I don't like that. I'm real tired of living in a country controlled by Jewish tyrants. I will do whatever it takes to end that. But I alone cannot do it. It requires not only Craig and Aegis, it requires millions and millions of you listening to join us. Physically resist these clowns. On that note, I want to thank everybody uh, then for tuning in tonight. Subscribe to the feed. Thanks for listening. This is Dangerous Looking Youth. The best of good luck. Someday a real rain will come and wash all this scum off the streets. You talking to me?